0: Yeah, it's clobberin' time Welcome to the Hardly Heroes
1: Podcast from the halls of justice to the temple of doom The space wizards returning, earnest Sonic the Boom Pulling swords from stones, throwing rings into volcanoes Water full of witches, I'm inevitably Thanos Voltron made of lions, Wakanda with a panther Walk on Mars, dark Manhattan, Spock an answer Live long and prosper, the force will be with you always No work in all plays, always Come and play with us, we all float down here Say your name three times and we hopefully appear A team full of psychics, super soldiers and weirdos Some people call us psychics because we hardly hear Welcome to Hardly Heroes, a podcast dedicated to movies, TV, and everything geek related.
0: I'm your host, buddy. I'm checking in on Second Mike. This is your boy, Daniel Scalardo.
2: And this is Cheese Wiz on Six Mike. <laughs>
0: Welcome to the
1: show, episode 240. The date actually is December 10th, 2020. Who's all excited for Christmas? I know I am.
2: <sighs> well,. I mean, if you guys can't tell by our audio, we are back in quarantine. Mm -hmm. Yes. We're not in the studio anymore. We're back at our own homes um, on our individual laptops. Now, I'll tell you why I'm not excited for Christmas is because I will be quarantining fully for Christmas. Quarantining. I will not be spending any quality time with my family in person. Maybe a Zoom call. (laughs) (laughs) you know we can have a little christmas eggnog together but i'll be i'll be at home with my with logan and and the kids
0: no eggnog. can have some nog -nog? a lot less christmas shopping that you need to do right
2: it's very true
0: girls you doing anything with the fam or you you q tining as well
1: no i'm hunkering down because it would just be me and mammy yeah you know cuz uh sisters quarantining and other sisters going on a trip so it's just it'd be me and mammy so we're just kind of hunkering down but I'm still trying to get in the christmas spirit I got my christmas tree up got the decorations all up right got a present under the tree
2: i think that's good brother i think that's good present to kind of
1: myself for me yeah i think that's, that's good
2: I need to get some lights up or so I need to dress my life up with some kind of Christmas cheer.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you guys got to spruce it up a bit. The best yeah. way to
2: spread
1: Christmas cheer is to sing loud for all to hear. Oh,
2: for all to hear. I have already watched Elf twice. Nice. What about so, you, Are have
1: You Have watched Elf? No, you ready for Christmas. You oh, yeah, dude. It.
0: The day after Thanksgiving, bro, everything was out. I had all the storage <laughs> bins out. Lights were up. Like, oh, my it's, God. It's... <laughs> I've been Christmastized.
2: Do you love Christmas or is it your wife?
0: Mm, I like it. I I do. I do like it. It's my second favorite holiday next to Halloween. For sure. Yeah.
2: I just love the Christmas But we did it pretty big. Mm -hmm. I just need some twinkles.
1: Nothing's better than Thanksgiving.
2: All right. So if you're new to the show.
1: Go to hardlyheroes.com. You can find all of our bios, find out everything about us, uh, people we talk about, sayings we say, all of Cheese's wannabe nicknames, all the good Mm -hmm, stuff, mm -hmm. and all our social medias are on there as well.
2: Perfect. Let's see what we got on the docket today, you guys. Now look at
0: We have an action-packed show.
2: We actually do because not only, are, of course, we're going to talk about Mando because we have to, yeah. We also have the chatting show where we're going to talk about hangar one. We got casting couch. where We're going to be recasting a popular movie. We got does it rock. We also got Dilly's gaming corner and some psychic mail. So we got jam packed today.
0: Mm-hmm. So it should be a goodie. It should
2: be a goodie. So just a um, a word from our sponsors sector seven salon. Now we are currently as of midnight tonight shut down for this third um California stay-at-home order. But I just want to let you guys know that not only we're still looking for stylus because we're gonna have to reopen at some point. And when we reopen, we are gonna be like the place to be because we have an insane COVID safety measures in place. We have UVC lights, we have a big, huge open space with great ventilation. But also during this shutdown, you guys, we will be our retail shop is still open. So we're still selling um, hair product. We're still selling uh Hildy June art. We're still selling the Marvel um, series one cards. We've got all types of stuff that we're, st- uh, we got all our vintage playboys. So we're mm-hmm. still selling stuff. So if you guys need things for Christmas presents, um, you can hit us up on any of hardly hero socials, any of sector seven socials or any of our personal ones. So, so hit us up. Help out some yeah. small businesses.
0: There's actually a few gifts that, I need to come down and uh, procure the really? gift shop. Yeah. They're
2: going to get some uh,
0: Playboys. We'll be communicating about that.
2: Let's communicate. Let's get you set
0: up. Mm-hmm. Some good, really good stuff in there.
2: Yeah. Thanks, still. Well,
1: Before we get into the show, can I talk about something that I'm very excited about that came yeah. in the mail today? Let's do it. Uh, I'm super excited. My passport came in today. Mm -hmm. so watch out norway as soon as covid Uh, is over i'm coming
2: out let's go so dude um, if you go to norway without me i'm gonna be uh, super pissed
1: uh, that's on you the second covid is over i want to plan my trip to Mm -hmm. go see my boys in norway so i can break some ankles and then i can (laughs) party with my boy sonny you know what i'm saying Mm
2: -hmm. oh yeah I think you guys so badly, oh God, I want so badly for you guys to have to play soccer and just him just annihilate you. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny is
1: I want to go before any of you guys go so I can just be even better friends with them and they won't like you guys as much as they like me.
2: Right. And for you first time listeners, Sonny and Johnny are are our P1 number one Norway listeners. They write in all the time. Mm -hmm. They are our bestie friends, even though we've never met them.
1: <laughs> it's true. So okay. I'm super excited that came in and uh, can't wait to plan a trip to go. I did want to
2: say brother that your beer does look pretty good in the photo in your passport photo.
0: <laughs>
2: I kind of miss it's, it. it.
0: It's very deceiving because it, it <laughs> looks a lot in the picture. It looks a lot fuller it does. than it was in reality. It's it was- very Stoyakovic, like it was you know, very full
2: no you know what i think it is dilly it's kind of like um you know and sometimes in photos and stuff you get that like shadowing yeah so i think there's a lot of shadow falling on his um lower yeah. face
0: what i think he might have done was maybe filled it in a little bit before the photo yes, like with some mascara five or something yeah. He did something because i think you guys it looks like a real beard in the picture jelly, yeah because when is- seen in a person it's very patchy <laughs> i think you guys are just jelly
1: and i think you guys forgot how good my beard looked
2: i don't i don't know if i forgot it looks good in the picture is what i'm saying i'm not saying it looked good in real life i'm saying it looked good in that picture and
1: that's chronicled so So now like you know that i have a nice beard
2: you can travel the world and be like that's what my beard looks like you never have to grow it again and people just assume that you can grow one
0: that's true it's It's a very international looking beard say, <laughs> in, the, in the photo.
2: Very <laughs> European.
0: Yes, very nice. If you, <laughs> if you shall
2: okay, so let's just let's just get Mando out of the way before we get wow, into, I didn't know if into we're the show because I'm stressed, bro. You're like,
1: stressed. I, I cried.
2: I finished that episode and I looked around like nobody was here. I looked around just for somebody to be like, explain to me what the hell was happening.
0: What I did like about this episode is we kind of knew where this was headed. He needed to go and take Grogu like to the pyramid. Right. Mm -hmm. But you kind of thought it would, at least I thought it was going to happen like later, maybe in the end of the episode or at the end of the season. But right off the bat, he just rolls up and they're there. You know what I mean? And I I do like that. And they did that. With the sokotona, right? Like yeah. you didn't know if you were going to see her, and then she, there she is, like the next episode, right in the beginning. Right. So that was cool. I, I do like how they just kind of give it to you right up front.
1: I, I cried this episode. So did hurt. you cry at the end? Yeah, do no, I cried when they blew up his ship.
2: <gasps> oh my god, that was sad. Razor
1: Crest. I loved that ship, and when they blew it up, I was like, no way. Like yeah. It was just so devastating because it, it was it the most like beautiful ship? No, but you just grew to kind of love that ship, especially you see how many times it had been fixed and it oh, just yeah. really wasn't like this crazy, beautiful ship. It was just a really cool ship and I really liked it. And when they blew it up, I was like legit, legit upset about it. Like I can't believe no. how much it meant yeah. to me in such a fast amount of time.
2: Right. I think you're totally right too, because you really do kind of like he goes through a lot of situations where it gets hella messed up, but you know, he, you know, takes the time and the money and everything to get it all fixed up. Yeah. And And then for it to just be like complete, I mean, it's not even like it was just blew up. I mean, it it just like didn't exist anymore.
1: Well, yeah, because you remember in the first season when the Jawas get it, like it's bad. You're like, Oh dude, this ship's like tore up, but then you're like, okay, fixes it. And then, It's just constantly getting beat up and fixed, which is cool. It kind of reminds you of the Falcon, like he's constantly working on it. And it's kind of this older ship. But when it like disintegrated, I I legit was like really upset because I'm like, you don't come back from that. It's over.
2: And everything in it is gone.
1: Except the shift knob.
2: Well, and thank God that um, he got the armor out, Boba Fett.
1: Right. Now, how did that make you guys feel seeing Slave 1, seeing... Seeing fat back in his armor, i that was dope. I thought
2: it was great, dude. And he before he even put on the armor, like he was kicking ass. His whole little with the staff and everything, and mm-hmm. then when he got that armor, dude, he was just. I mean, the stormtroopers were like legit running away from him. They were just like, uh, no. Um, he about like, his
1: business. Like, about like shout out, shout shout out to, to dad bod. He had a dad bod, dude.
2: No, for sure. <laughs> Of like when he shot something out of his like kneecap or whatever oh yeah
0: <laughs> like a knee rocket or something a knee rocket dude that was sick
2: i thought he was dope i thought he was super super cool and then his um partner what's her name
1: oh she's from the first season i can't remember her name. yeah she's cool
2: and um yeah that whole thing was just pretty dope but it was I, just
1: cool seeing stormtroopers getting, not just blasted, straight, just, like, beat the hell up. You dude. know, like,
2: you're really right. Because they don't typically show, like, the the um, the helmets cracking and the mm. shatter. I mean, they just kind of show them, like, fall to the ground. Yeah, like, no, they, like. They were getting messed up.
1: Yeah, like, straight up, like, head trauma. Like, yeah,
2: like that one guy with his, like, leg was all askew.
1: Mm-hmm. Askew. Yeah, um, was it was a very jam-packed episode in a very small area. Like they didn't really like, go far, and I and feel those, like it's
2: over in a second.
1: Yeah, and those troopers, you know, that, um, like the stealth troopers, yeah, whatever they, they call stealth. them,
2: and they just came down and just it was just over. They just took them.
0: I felt like they could have been a little bit less like robotic, you know? Oh, Yeah, because mm-hmm. they're all like moving in on them at the same time. A little more fluid. Yeah,
2: and they, they're they're robots though. They're not stormtroopers
1: well i don't really know that was the first time we've ever seen anything like that
2: oh okay and then when when little guy grogu was like messing with the stormtroopers on the mm-hmm. ship
1: dude that was oh, dope
2: so oh and did they have the tiniest little um handcuffs did you see how small oh, yeah. they were oh my god he's so cute he's
0: messed up they got so him hemmed up
2: i can't believe they have him you guys how is he gonna get him back i love where
0: he's like i think they might make him evil
2: no
1: Dude, that'd be awesome. I like where he's like, you ever seen one of these and the Black Saber came out? You're like, oh Mm -hmm. my
0: God, yes. He's all trying to grab it. And he's like, no, no,
1: no, no, no. No. Honestly. No, 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 no. Did you guys see all the memes going around right now? What? Where it was like, I I never saw Baby Yoda in the back. You know where in episode three where Anakin goes to kill all the younglings? Yeah. They show, like somebody photoshopped a picture of Baby Yoda and he's like hiding behind Yoda's chair. (laughs) And then it's like. Years passed, and then it sends a text message to Anakin, and it's a picture of Baby Yoda. He's like, I'm alive. He's like, come <laughs> get me. <laughs>
2: well, so the thing is, is that I feel like this this episode, like nothing really happened except for like, you know, the uh, like this huge thing where it's like he gets taken or whatever. But really, it's just like a really cool scene, like a really cool like fight scene or whatever. But you're kind of right. Like they didn't really go anywhere. It was like just a small... Cause typically yeah. he's kind of like traveling around and he's going places, but I felt like I was just really in the scene. And then when the episode was over, I was like, how can it already be over? Like it, it didn't feel like enough happened.
1: Well, because what you're used to is it's so much like they usually break it up. Yeah. Because he's like, he goes here and then, you know, they break it up and then he goes somewhere else and he kind of jumps around where this, it was just, it was all shot in one area. Yeah. She kind of really, it kind of went by very fast.
2: But I'm super stoked like how Boba Fett and his partner lady are, are basically like we're in your debt until we like, you know. You think
1: he gives them Slave 1, the ship?
2: I don't know. What do you think?
1: I have a feeling he will just for.
2: So then that. that just because
1: be everybody loves that ship and everybody would love to see it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's just my prediction.
2: Well, I think it was a great episode. I can't wait to watch the next one. Um, yeah, I'm just like, I'm kind of just hanging on every episode. I just, it, this is why I like to binge because I just need, I can't stand waiting a week. Yes, right,
0: too. right. So like, I think we were expecting a Jedi to come, right? Wasn't that what was supposed to happen? They're supposed to right. put Or if there's any Jedis out there, but instead yeah. we got Boba Fett and then we got Moth Gideon and his crew. Yeah. Yeah. Do we Do we think that there's going to be... Still some Jedi today? showing up, still because I, I know, but, buddy, you had some theories, right? It, it I still think your... it's going to be Ezra
1: will show okay. up. Okay, I think he'll show up before the end of the season. I'm kind of thinking he might show up this episode mm-hmm. because since he did sit on the rock and kind of like was channeling that, that he might show up right. to help them get Baby Yoda back. Yeah, or, or Grogu.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, it would be better than Ezra. What oh. I'm just kidding, that's the name of a band. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs>
2: I did get it now. I'm better than Ezra. That is a band. That's so funny. You're so funny, Dilly. Oh my god, you're so hilarious. Everybody hilarious.
0: I Dilly. Mm.
2: Okay, well let's um let's move on. I think we all love Mando. We all love it. It's just so good.
0: Wait, know? wait, you love it now because I thought before oh it was god. just. If you guys say this one more time, overrated. It was just like a decent show. If you yeah. guys
2: say this one more time, I'm going to pull up every episode that I've ever said that I every single time I say I love the show. But of course, I have grapes. Nothing's perfect. This isn't a perfect show,
0: Billy. Would you say it was phenomenal?
2: This was a good. This was a good episode, though.
0: Hey,
1: I bet you she won't tell us every episode. Episode, she said it. She's gonna lie and say, "Oh, I forgot to do it." No,
2: I could do it, but um, nay. But yeah, exactly, Dilly. It's not. This isn't It's not a phenomenal show, but it's a great show. Um. But we actually did get, um Brother James did write in and uh told us that Buddy says the word phenomenal too much. And that mm-hmm. we need to start counting how many times he says phenoms.
0: There needs need to be like a phenom today. jar where he yeah. has to put yeah. a dollar in.
2: Like the douchebag jar? hmm mm-hmm. like Then are we going to have that?
1: one for cheese when every time says, you know, real quick?
2: <laughs> no, because that's just... That's not funny. Know.
0: I know it's not.
2: <laughs> no, it's. Is there something
0: the... I say repeatedly that you guys could maybe signal out? Jada.
2: Um, no. no, I'll have yeah. to think about it because I, I okay. do think there's something that you say.
0: It's got to be something.
2: Okay, well, let's get into the shooting Show now. We all watched the first episode of the show called on uh, show on Netflix called The Hanger One. Yeah. Now, this show is basically, it's like, it, it's about UFOs, but it's about this actual organization called, um, Mufon,
0: Mufon, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's called the Mutual, Mutual UFO Mutual, Network.
2: Yes. Mutual UFO Network. And they basically have for decades, right? Collected all sorts of, um, files and interviews and everything that like accounts, firsthand accounts of UFO sightings. Um, and they have tons of information, and they're basically making a show about all this information that they have. They so are part-
0: an organization that operates independently of any government.
2: That's true. So, um, so this first episode was about um, presidential. What? How did they put it, Dilly? It's
0: uh, I
1: like. It's like- more like presidential's like clearance. On yeah, UFO been, sightings. It
0: just kind oh, of follow, follows the the different presidents and what they knew or how much they are involved with like the, the UFO uh, phenomenons or whatnot.
2: Right. So they have all these files about um, different presidents that had either firsthand accounts of actually seeing UFOs or they have information about UFOs. Um, this is the problem with me, you guys. I one and I know this is always like my whole life is contradictions, but I 100% believe in, in aliens, 100%. There's no way we're the only, uh, living beings in the universe. I mean, that's insanity to think, but I, this is my problem with a lot of the accounts and stuff that come out about aliens and UFOs and stuff is like there. The aliens, they're not going to look like they're not, they might not even look like, you know, like life to us. Do you know what I'm saying? Like they have two arms, two, two legs and a head. Like, I mean, they could just be anything. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's an infinite universe. So the fact that we think that they are going to kind of look like us, but just a little weird, is the reason i don't believe in it a lot of times because i think in an infinite universe what life looks like on other planets is going to look a lot different to what it looks like on us i mean on our planet does that make sense
0: yeah there i mean but a lot of people have stories or recollections about you know the grays right you know little head little people big heads like large eyes so that's kind of what we know as like an alien, right. but yeah, I get your point. Like it could be, it could be anything. It could just I mean, be like a blob, be, you know, yeah, that has so no
2: we, arms and no feet and no. You know, that's the thing is they have arms and feet and hands and it's like mm-hmm. a torso and a neck. I mean, that's just the way we're built. Yeah, you know. So anyway, um, but then if anyway, so, but I, and then also like the flying saucer, like why is it always? that shape, you know, like unless okay, unless well, this I don't is think what it, it is. always
0: is that shape.
2: It's always this well, it's not always, but a lot of times, right? But this is what I this is what okay, if if all of this stuff is true, this is what I think. There is one planet out there that's like close enough to reach us, and they're always the same. It they're always from the same place. All of these mm-hmm. Um, sightings of these types of aliens, the flying saucers, why they always look the same, why people always see a flying saucer is because they're all coming from the same planet.
0: So you think we're just dealing with one specific type of like,
2: yeah, that's what I think.
0: Extraterrestrial or different planet.
2: Because why would over the years and the decades, people continue to just see flying saucers all the time?
0: I don't know. Why
2: are they always, if they are coming from different planets why would they look the same? Like, why is everyone in the in the universe using that shape?
0: <laughs> I don't think it's like that. I mean, I've seen a lot of different reports about different types of you yeah. know. There's spheres. There's teardrop. There's stuff that looks like a chess piece. I mean, there's your traditional flying saucer. But there's been, I think, when people t- think about aliens, they think about you know the default, yeah, flying saucer. But, but if you really get different- into it, there's a lot of different things that have been reported. You know a lot of different things that you you've seen on video or or whatnot different different shapes so i think there's a lot of
2: like light like a lot of people see a lot of different like types of light like moving like yeah stuff like that
0: if you guys you guys get further into it there's a few different um episodes where they they do talk about different types of flying you know aircraft or whatever there's underground bases there's cover-ups it's a it's a pretty good series I'm about four or five episodes in on it.
2: Brother, what do you think? Do you believe in aliens?
1: There's got to be something out there. I mean, the universe is just too big for it not to be. Um,
2: but do you think Do you think of it as this traditional kind of alien that they, like the one where they said that, um, dude, not Jimmy Carter, but um, Truman? Was it, Eisen, was Eisenhower? it Eisenhower? Eisenhower. Like, he was the first. Yeah. Like he literally like made a deal with actual aliens, like met them, like I, right. that. I can't. Don't. They said he had
0: like a, you know, he was supposed to be somewhere, and then he like disappeared, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then all of a sudden, you know, they basically said he had like a meeting with the with these extraterrestrials. Right. But
2: that's the thing in this in this show, the like reenactment. They literally have him like shaking an alien's hand, like that's <laughs> <Right>. not.
0: He's <laughs> all giving him dap, like all right, pound it.
2: Right. So, buddy, what do you think? Like.
1: It's just, I don't, it's so, uh, like, it's almost depressing as I feel like that they would hide this stuff from us because they just feel that we can't handle it. And it's kind of annoying and it's kind of upsetting to watch, I feel, because it's just, th- I feel it's yeah, with everything, is they just hold everything back and they're just like, oh, well, we can't handle it. It's like, no, it's just worse that you try to hide everything from us and cover everything up. It just makes right. it worse and i think that's why a lot of those shows i don't like watching cuz it just it upsets me that they just think that you know we can't handle it cuz I, I always think that maybe if they did tell us more that maybe people would be more open minded and stop you know kind of having the problems we do have now because they just think that it's just us maybe if you know they were able to open it up that maybe we could come together more as a planet and kind of look past our own problems and maybe kind of build towards the future.
2: That's a great point brother, where it's like, cause I think a lot of times when we watch these like superhero movies, you know, a lot of times when it is something of another planet or another world, um, it's always kind of like, okay, earth, right? Like earth is like one end and en- entity entity, mm-hmm. you know? And it's always like earth against that or whatever or they're protecting earth or whatever it's never like countries or states or anything like that and i think you're kind of right like one i feel like nobody's gonna freak out because i think most people believe in aliens i feel like that and i don't think that there's gonna be this like mass hysteria like i don't know why they think we can't handle it i think everyone's gonna be like yeah okay that's fine that's cool let's do it you know um and i think that's a good point brother
1: I just don't know that the whole time I was watching it, that's just kind of how I felt, especially like if this is all true, how long they've known for it.
2: Right. And And all the stuff we have been able,
1: Yeah, to hide it and all the effort that they've kept of hiding it. And especially with the internet, it's a lot harder and how easy it is able to to record stuff now, a lot harder to hide it.
2: Well, and then it's also kind of like they're gaslighting all these people that have like sightings, where it's like, oh, you know, like mm-hmm. if they would just, um, you know, acknowledge it and be like, yeah, that's an alien or whatever, you de- that is what you saw, you know, and just take it serious. I think it would be like really different, you know. But it is kind of like I always sometimes think because I've never seen anything, and I always think it's like certain types of people, <laughs> you know, like I play both sides because I like I said, I definitely believe that there's a life out there. I just don't know if aliens as we think of them in this, like in this documentary is what it is. But um, I always think there's like sometimes certain types of people that see them, you know, (laughs) or like they see something and then they like make, you know, I always think that there's an explanation, you know?
1: No, Mm -hmm. definitely. I just, I don't know. That's a, that's how I kind of felt about it. Just watching it. Yeah. I just think it was it's, funny hearing yeah. that they thought Obama was gonna finally be the one to <laughs>
0: right, right, they, like it, it, out. Off it Yeah, yeah. And there has been a few presidents, you know, in, if you watch that first episode, that they really think they are gonna like uncover it or something. And but you you start to see as they go through the through the different presidents, like some were in the know and like some weren't. Like for example, Bill Clinton, they're like, "Bro, you don't need to know," you <laughs> know, because he was trying to. To like uncover the files and get them to like release the files, but they're like, nah, nothing, nothing exists, Bill.
2: Well, there is nothing there. That is true because they show actual like footage of some of these Clinton or some of these presidents actually talking about that. Yeah. Like they're right. literally saying like, you know, whatever. Like they're talking about UFOs mm-hmm. and they're talking yeah. about aliens. And you're right. And then none of them follow through with it. They get in right. there and they're like.
1: Which is funny because you think if anybody would have whistleblown, you know, it would have been Trump. He would have been like, whatever, like, here it is. But
2: no, Trump doesn't have access, bro. Come on. That's He'd my twe- thing. He would tweet Trump. about it. That's they did why not have I think <laughs>
1: they were like, no access for
0: you. <laughs> He'd be tweeting pictures.
2: He'd be hella tweeting like him partying with the aliens and shit. There's no way they gave him access. He's, Trump too, much. Knows. He's too much on social media.
0: He knows the deep secrets.
2: No, he doesn't know about the aliens.
0: There's he no way Trump
2: knew about the aliens that he wouldn't tweet about it. He if anybody
0: knows, it's Bush Senior. Oh, oh yeah. Because I mean he was all. like the head of the CIA, right?
2: I think he mm-hmm. probably has his own alien like
0: well they, they talked about how I forget was it Carter was trying to get it all released. Meanwhile, Bush was actually the head of the CIA and he was like, nah, bro. Yeah. Like he shut it down. Right. And Later on, you know, obviously he became president and his son. So mm-hmm. if That's anybody right. knows, it's the Bush family, It's the
2: Bush family there. You're totally right. I think they definitely have a bunker underneath oh, their estate no no. with aliens in it. Like There's dead a, ones,
0: you know, coming back to what you had talked about on one of your um, sprinkle me's some conspiracy, they talk about uh, an under in this, I think it's like season or episode three or four. They talk about, under the um Denver airport is it Denver yeah yeah uh-huh. yeah we talked yeah. about that yeah. they bring yeah. that back up in in hangar 1 no way mm-hmm. it's the underground uh underground bases episode
2: yeah i mean i i want i want it all to be true i think it's and it and it even if it's not it's like fun to you know hope that it's true oh yeah you know that we're not just like floating around in the universe all by ourselves
1: (laughs) there's no way
2: um well i think i'm going to keep watching it i want to see um some more uh, alien stories you know because i i'm really interested in in people that actually see stuff i really am because i would love to see something you know so i think i'm going to keep watching it so thanks for recommending that dilly Mm -hmm. yeah you can skip
0: there's one you could skip but the cover-ups episode is really good. The underground uh, bunker episode is fantastic. And there, oh, the alien technology—you could skip that one. Oh, okay. It's just—I mean, it's 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 decent, but it's a skipper for sure. Well, so
2: I'm gonna yeah. keep. I'm gonna keep on, keep on keeping keep on.
0: On, keep it moving.
2: I kind of watch it um, at at night too, like logan Mm -hmm. was asleep and i i just had it on my headphones like on my ipad (laughs) i was Mm -hmm. like
0: that's the best time
2: yeah it's definitely the best time because you really do start to like look outside and you're like looking for ufos
0: you just might see one
2: well let's move on to um our second segment of the show casting couch our favorite yeah we we got into a big debacle last time with ace ventura
1: that was a big debacle
2: it was a huge debacle because you guys hated my picks, which I think you're gonna. I always hate my picks, um, just because I'm, you know, I'm progressive.
1: No, are you gonna cast if anybody? Was progressive as me?
0: <laughs> Hopefully, you, you you won't cast the whole, you know, everybody from the office on. No, this I picked
2: nobody from yeah. the office. Wow, okay? I picked nobody from the. I think did I? No, no, nobody from the office. But you know what it is? Is I don't actually like. I no, always no. pick. People from some of my favorite stuff, you know, like maybe I'll cast Johnny Depp. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, so anyway, the our recast for our casting couch is fifth element. Mm-hmm. We've all seen the movie. It's got Bruce Willis, Mila Djokovic, um, and Gary Gary, Gary Goldman. Oldman. Gary Oldman. Gary, <laughs> Gary Oldman. Um, Gary.
1: Gary. Mm-hmm.
2: So those are the three characters we're gonna be recasting. Now we recast the actors in the movie and describe if it changes the movie in any way. Like when Buddy recast a woman as Ace Ventura. A woman. And it wasn't Gal Gadot. No. <laughs> Surprisingly. Shocker. I wonder if he he cast her in this in this movie.
0: I think he might have. Okay, no so didn't.
2: F- the fifth element. Who wants to go first?
0: I'll go first. Are we gonna go character by character? Yeah, that's or a good idea. Laying it out.
2: Yeah, let's go character by character. You want to go okay. with uh Gary Goldman, Gary Gary
1: Oldman.
0: Yeah. Gary Oldman. Okay. So Sterling, who's your Gary Oldman?
1: My Gary Oldman, the reason why is lately this person has I feel kind of um changed my mind in really wanting to see more of what he can do. And Mm -hmm. in the small amount of time and the small amount of parts he's got, I really feel like maybe he can do a lot more. And I really actually would want to see him do something like this. And I think it could be a lot of fun. And uh, I think he'd be a fun villain to watch. And that's Bill Burr.
2: Bill Burr. Hmm. Wow. Okay.
0: Um, Okay. You Mando
1: seeing him in... breaking bad i really feel like he's kind of coming into his own and kind of getting used to this he's done you know voice acting he's been a stand-up comic but i think he's kind of finding his own in acting and i actually really want to see what he can do and i think this is fun enough but serious enough that he could really have a lot of fun in that role
2: right i don't what you got remember how he like dresses really kind of flamboyant and he has that weird plastic thing on his head mm-hmm like you feel like bill can can pull that off
1: i that's kind of just why i kind of want to throw it in there i mean seeing him in a super or like a villain type of role in mando Mm -hmm. and he's got you know like the gun and everything like i really didn't think i would like him as much as i did but every time he came on the screen like i almost kind of forgot it was bill burr which right i really never thought i would get and i really felt like he kind of stepped into the role and he wasn't just this crotchety old man that he always right. is. Yeah. He kind of really came into his own so that's kind of why I really want to see him in it cuz it's serious but fun at the same time. I think he could have a lot of fun in that role. Right. He was in Breaking Bad? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. He worked for Saul. Okay. Like taking care or no no, sorry, not Saul, but he took care of stuff for um I can't remember, but no, he's in that show. It's he's very small role. Okay, but a few episodes, right? Yeah, he was in quite a few episodes. Yeah. The latter episodes.
0: Yeah. Cheese, mm-hmm. go for it. Okay, so
2: my my pick for Gary Oldman's character um, is is Hans Gruber.
0: Hans Gruber. Oh wow. AKA
2: Alan Rickman. Oh, okay. Can we, can we pick a?
0: He's got to be pretty old by now, though.
2: Well, Alan no. Rickman is past.
0: Yeah, he passed away. Oh. He's well. passed.
2: So I was gonna ask, can I can I pick a past an RIP?
1: Yeah, like, I mean, I didn't even think about that, but if that's something you want to do, I'm not gonna shy away from it. He's a phenomenal actor.
2: I think like the in the time like the age frame, like when he was Hans Grubbs, is when I would want him in that character. Because I I think that he can kind of be like the way um, you know, he was as Hans Gruber, Hans Gruber and then like the way he kind of switched into to, like Professor Snape like I feel like he could do that kind of like weird hairstyle and that kind of like he's like evil you know, he's like evil. He's kind of like he's a bad guy and he's like serious but he's also kind of like weird, right? He's got this mm-hmm. like weirdness to him and he's kind of like um he's a little psychotic and like, you know, neurotic or whatever and I think that um, Hans Grubs could totally do that.
1: Hans Grubes. Good call, mm. good call. She said Professor Snips. Snips.
2: Snippity Snips? She
0: said Professor Snips. Snips. What you what got to do? All right, so my Gary Old Man,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and not <laughs> one of my favorite actors, but
2: okay.
0: I chose him for this part. I'm going to give him a second chance. Okay. He's had a great career. Ups and downs, you know. And I'm going to go with Jared Leto.
2: Really? Yeah, like, I like very that. man.
0: The hair, okay. the weird ass haircut, like the, yep. bo- the weird suit. Like, yep. I think he could really like tap into that character.
2: I think, Ryan, right, I kind of like, like kinda, how you're going a little younger almost. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I like that. Oh, kind of really
0: creepy like and we- and weird. Yeah. I think he would be, be good in that role. So, mm-hmm. Jared Leto for Dill.
2: Gosh, we're all so different. Our picks are very different. Okay, buddy, who would you go with? Or do you want to do the girl next? No, I well, was
1: thinking we'll probably save her for last. Just, let's
2: go Bruce Willis's character.
1: All right. I didn't know like I was really trying to trying to think about this and trying to feel like I kind of wanted to try something different, but at the same time I think he'd be a lot of fun in this role. And I think he at first he didn't um, I wasn't a huge fan of his but the more I saw him on screen I actually really liked his character and I think it'd be really fun to see him in this and that's Anthony Mackie which I don't, I don't know if you, he's from Civil War he's Captain America he's Falcon
2: oh yeah Falcon okay yeah he, yeah yeah
1: I think he would be a lot of fun in this role for the fact that if you see him in Infinity or well if you see him in um. Oh, my gosh. Uh, why can't I think of it? Not Civil War. Um, second one, Winter Soldier. When you see oh, him right. Winter Soldier in the beginning, his kind of banter with Captain America and how it carries on each time, I think he's funny, but at the same time, he can be really serious. He can kind of be that bigger superhero that can kind of carry a movie, and I think he'd be a lot of fun to watch. Right. And seeing him kind of play in that role I think it'd be a lot of fun and we know he can do sci-fi movies I just think it'd be fun to see
2: yeah no I like that pick I think the only thing with like where I'd almost have to see him in it is like and I, I think this is because you know it's Bruce Willis whoever who does this part but it's like I feel like Bruce Willis has like a lot of like just like facial acting do you know what i'm saying like he's almost like really animated a little bit you know what i'm saying he does a lot of those like bruce willis kind of faces or whatever and sometimes i feel like falcon is you know he's just a lot more like stoic, stoic. Or whatever.
1: yeah no that's true and i i could see that i think it's more of that i didn't think of i thought more of like his funny interactions and how you yeah. can interact with other people right i would be fun so mm-hmm. that was kind of where i went with that i didn't yeah, even think like about it. that that's a good point though
2: um, so this is my pick and be- the reason I think, um, I kind of pick this is like, I think sometimes oh, when on. I do,
1: I know who it's going to be. John Krasinski <laughs> from the
2: Office. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jim help. It's Dwight Shrew. <laughs>
1: Dwight <K>. Shrew.
2: <gasps> you guys, I'm so sorry to be off topic, but I meant to talk about this during the hangar uh, one. There's one guy who's like, when he, t- he's wearing a blue shirt. And when he talked, he was like really dramatic and like kind of over the top. Do you guys know who I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah,
0: the like light yeah. blue shirt with the like mm-hmm. red hair. Or no,
2: no, no. no. Okay. Oh, shoot. I'll have to send you a picture. Anyway, his name was Dwight. Ooh. The guy that I'm thinking of. Anyway, that I'll, I'll, I'll send you guys a picture. Okay. okay, so my pick for the Bruce Willis character is because sometimes I either go where I totally want to recast it or I go with someone that maybe kind of like is reminiscent, but I think would do almost a better job. And not that I think that Bruce Willis is, is totally replaceable in this part, but um, I think, I don't know. I think this person would be really good. He's a little, he's a little more like attractive, uh, has a little bit of a better body, but I think still has that kind of like character face and is funny in this in a way. So my pick is, is, um is Tom Hardy. Hmm.
0: What? Ooh.
2: Yeah, Tom Hardy.
0: That's pretty he's, good. That is real
1: good. You still my man? That's yeah, pretty so good.
2: I, I really think he, I would like him in that role a lot. I think he can be very funny and physical. I think he can be very physical mm-hmm. and he's insanely hot and I don't know. I can just kind of see him in that role. I like, I can really see it and I think he'd be great. I almost think I would might like it a little more. I don't know. I, wow, I would
1: surprised. Bruce Willis was your man.
2: I mean, Bruce Willis is still my man. And again, I don't know if he can completely be replaced, but I really feel like Tom Hardy could move into that spot. Easy.
1: That's a good,
0: good pick. That is, that's a strong pick. I like that pick.
2: Awesome. Thank you. What do you got Dil? I think when it's
0: all said and done, we'll go through and like,
2: yeah, pick our favorites,
0: pick from, from each. So I need to put a very strong character in this, uh, in this okay. role. Mm-hmm. And not a whole lot of a whole lot of actors could could pull this off the way Bruce Willis did. Right. We need somebody. We're going to tap into the Marvel universe a little I bit like on it. this one. Okay. We're going to go Son of James, Mister Thanos himself, oh. <laughs> Josh Brolin, Brolin. With the okay, I
2: absolutely go. think Brolin could do this role. Oh, mm-hmm. I love that. a bit of money,
0: great acting.
2: He, he is all funny. the serious
0: you need. Mm-hmm. Like, there you go.
2: You know uh, what? That's, that's a, a great pick.
0: A rap. That's a really that, good pick.
2: That one hundred percent, he could do it absolutely, and he's very attractive, oh, but yeah. not too hot. You know?
1: Sure. He's got that old man hot.
2: Because that's kind of like what Bruce Willis is. You know, Bruce Willis isn't insanely attractive, but he's just got that that you know that older man like hotness. God, that's a good one, Brolin. Hmm. I, I thought really my Tom Hardy pick. was going to win that, but Brolin's pretty good. I don't
0: know. Yeah, I. I that's that's a toss up for me. Yeah, we'll have to party vote at the be, end. Would be great.
2: Yeah. Okay, so who who do we got for the girl?
1: All right, so for my girl, I did not go with Gal Gadot.
2: Surprising.
0: Shocker.
1: Um, but I went for somebody that's super physical, um, can really hold her own, and that's Scarlett Johansson.
2: Wow. Okay. Gojo. I think she could definitely do it. Um, but I don't know. I'm having a little you know how this girl's supposed to be kind of playing this, like, um, you know, like she doesn't she's foreign, you know, like she doesn't know like the language and- yeah, but
1: did you ever see her in Lucy? Like was she just like Did you ever mm. see that movie?
2: I did see Lucy, you're right. I think
1: and that was the only reason that was the main reason why I picked her is because when I saw her in Lucy and she gets smarter and like just becomes so smart, it's right. like wild. Seeing how she was able to kind of handle that role,
2: yeah, and no, she's de-
1: very physical because you got to be badass for no, that. No, you're role.
2: definitely right, and and to see her in that outfit, like, come on,
1: yes, please, Swish cheese outfit, yes,
2: one hundred. No, I think I think that's good, um, and especially kind of putting your whole thing together. I I can see it. Um, so my girl, actually, I wanted kind of a like a fresh face. Someone who's like hot right now, a little younger, kind of smaller. Um, so I picked Zendaya. Mm. Ooh, okay. I okay. think, okay. especially I don't know why I really like uh, re- liked her teamed up with Tom Hardy. I thought they would be really kind of fun together. You know, he's kind of mm. big and she's kind of like smaller and dainty, but also badass. You know, and um, yeah, I think. And I, and I think I, yeah, I could see her in that role where she's like, I, you know, she could be a little bit more like kind of what you're saying Dill, like a little more confused. She doesn't really know what's going on. She's trying Mm -hmm. to kind of like figure things out. So I I think, um, I liked that. I liked her for that. What do you got
0: Dill? Good, good. Um, so yeah, you got to have, like Sterling said, you got to have somebody that can kick some ass that is like used to doing that type of, uh, action. Um, scoge scoge is a little too mainstream for me so i'd, I'd okay. want to step down one tier okay not two tiers okay just in Zab. i'm gonna go one tier up right And i'm gonna go with margot robbie for this role <sighs>
2: oh dang yeah
0: mind blown. okay, okay. yeah know. Know funny. there you go 9? we already know she can play like a, a sort of crazy person harlan yeah. obviously she's you know she she could do the do the stunts she can kick some ass
2: yeah it's I could, per,
0: she's perfect for the for the role
1: it's so I upsetting of, i couldn't pick any of these people because you guys always say i always pick all the same people I but
2: picked, like your favorite people
1: all my favorites <laughs> totally. you knew i would pick your guys i'd be like oh yeah i love all of them
2: no i just really thought tom hardy um oh, yeah. Once I thought of it, I was like, oh, Buddy's going to be mad that I picked this. But I was like, I felt it. I really felt it. I knew it. I liked it.
1: See, I was more of going for people that I haven't seen in these roles that, besides Scarlett yes. Joe. Yeah. But I feel like I was trying to pick people that maybe I think can do it and want to see them right. try something new is where I went with mine.
2: Yeah, I like that because then... um yeah, like you can see someone kind of break out. But then it's kind of what I think is hard with that, but I like it because you, you definitely put thought into it and explain it, is it's because we haven't seen him in that role, it's kind of hard to envision it.
1: Cause you know what? If we were picking people that had passed away, who would have been really good for the villain would have been um Heath Ledger.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh yeah, he would have been
1: super fun in that role. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: He's a little more wacky and fun, but yeah. um, I'm not gonna lie for um, for Bruce Willis's character, I think I'm gonna have to go with Brolin.
2: Okay, I okay, like I can I lot. can go with that. Even though I think Tom Hardy is pretty strong, I think Brolin can be our number one in Bruce Willis. I think I don't know. I think maybe is Dilly's yeah. pick again because I think Margo Margot Robbie's great.
0: I think the whole cast is like... That's the movie to see.
2: Wait, who did you cast again as... Um... So
0: we got Josh Brolin, Margot Robbie, and Jared Leto.
2: Oh, yeah. I don't know. It, uh... You know, it's been a little too close to Suicide Squad over there.
0: I d-
1: <laughs> <laughs> if... Yeah, just cut out Will Smith That's and true. then put in Josh Brolin, and you pretty much got Suicide Squad.
2: Yeah, That's I actually true. think that my I think that my cast is 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 better. I think
1: mm, I think yeah. Josh Brolin. I definitely am cool with uh, Scarlett Joe as. What about then, Rickman?
2: I say we go Rickman.
0: No, Brolin, uh, Robbie, and Rickman.
2: I think brolin Zendaya, and rickman
0: hardy robbie rickman
2: yeah yeah actually i, hardy I
0: think and that robbie. might be the okay. cast right yeah. there okay. yeah i could That's see that
1: cast.
2: yeah all right
1: sidekicks email us and let us know what you think who let's would you know. pick
2: let's do it all right let's keep let's move on because we're we're uh we're getting kind of long yeah, here we, uh,
0: we did so, some yapping
2: so let's do um let's do does it rock real quick actually um because I know that Watson had given you some stuff that you were going to talk about Dilly
0: yeah so Watson wanted me to watch or listen to uh, Mama Mia by Little Wayne okay and so of course I did that and obviously we're gonna obviously go ahead and say yeah that totally rocks yeah. especially Mama Mia I mean I'm a I'm a Little Wayne fan uh-huh. I mean. He's been he's been doing this since 1995 when he was with uh, I think Cash Money, Great. Birdman's label. Oh. Yeah, I mean you got to love Weezy, Tunchi, whatever Spirit you want to call man. him. He I goes that, hard man. on this track, "Mamma Mia." I mean, he is he goes bars on it. It's got a sick beat. He's repping like a nice Wu Tang sweater in the video, and like hella cheeks clapping everywhere. Like it is, <laughs> it's dope. So 100%, <laughs> Watson, you already know that Little Wayne rocks. I love it. All right, you guys, bring bring it to me. What you got?
2: What do you got, bud?
1: All right. I have Rise
0: Against Prayer of a Refugee. Love that album. Love Rise Against. Love yeah, that rocks. Hard.
1: I remember the first time I saw, like, uh, it was Twitch, a dirt bike rider. He had it as, like, his theme song, like, in the very beginning of the video. Mm-hmm. And I just remember being like, oh, my God, the song is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun,
0: dun, yeah.
1: yeah, that's a good, that album's dope. I've seen them live, and they're just phenomenal live. But okay. I wanted to see if Dilly gives it the yeah. stamp. absolutely.
0: Right. Absolutely, 100%.
2: So I actually only just have one, and it's not a song. But I, I just I respect your it, opinion on it's things. Not dashboard
0: confessionals, is it?
2: No, but it is just. I want to know if you think that this person has any hitters. Okay. Okay, and because I recently kind of started getting into this person, and I have for the longest time thought this person was a tool.
0: Let Dill tell you.
2: So it's uh, it's the Beebs, Justin Bieber.
0: Oh. Whoa, Biebs. Biebs? Wow, that's a curveball. I just recently nice started spectra. getting
2: into some beebs. And- I mean, beeper's good.
0: You know, there's no denying he's good. Like, right. do he's talented. He's, you know, Usher discovered him. Yeah. Um, way back in the day when he was a kid. He had the, you know, baby, 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 whatever you want to call it, you know, number one. Like, you gotta give the kid, the young adult, his props.
2: Right.
0: I mean, he he is he's good. Does every song he had? I mean, do you have a right. specific song, or are you just well, talking in general?
2: Like just recently, I heard this song. Um, I think it's called "Lonely," and I had never really enjoyed Biebs, and this song was like really just like kind of touching because he kind of like it's a very vulnerable song, like talking about how he's really lonely. What and, do you mean?
1: What do you mean? Yeah, what do you mean? Is
2: that it's not, that's a good song too, right? Isn't that with a DJ? Something,
0: I'm not sure. Anyway. Oh, DJ Snake, no, it's a different one. Okay.
2: But anyway, um, so I just started like kind of digging in a little bit, and there are some definitely some songs that I like of Bieber's, and I think that he's you know, he's getting older and he's getting a little more mature, and like you said, there's no denying that he has talent and he has a good voice, but I think as he's maturing and he's going through his own stuff, I think his music is maturing and is mm-hmm. getting better. And so when you think of Justin Bieber, you don't necessarily think of him as like a teen teeny bopper anymore you think of him a little bit more of as a serious like mm-hmm. singer song yeah okay yeah that's i mean i
0: I, I don't i will never buy one of his albums ever i would never mm-hmm. download like any of his music but is he like a great artist yeah what absolutely he rocks noise even though that he doesn't is- rock but <laughs> i mean yeah I'll How give him his have- he, Yeah. I'm okay. going to give that a thumbs up.
2: Okay. You know what? That, I um, want it to be, to be really, known really I don't me. own
0: any. Okay. <laughs> that. He needs to, to let it I be known. That's, yeah.
2: Before Brother James starts mailing you Beebs' right. C But I'm going to
0: give the Beebs a thumbs up. You got to give him his props. All right. These days, all right.
2: These Buddy, you got any more songs for Dill? Um, I do have
1: a new one that I've kind of been like, it's kind of been on. So I don't know if you guys all do Spotify. Mm-hmm. But Spotify has, you know, your top songs of 2020. And I've been big into this band for a long time, but uh, A Day to Remember. Okay. They came out with a new song called Resentment, and I have been on the jock of this song, so didn't know if Dilly oh, really? had listened to it yet. But I'm a big A Day to Remember fan.
0: They sing Until the Day I Die, is that mm-hmm. them? Yeah. I like those guys. They're good. They give me that old school, like early 20s, like, you know, vibe, like kind of punk, but kind of emo, you know, like that pop rock. Yeah. Like, I like it. I could get with it. I don't know their whole catalog or whatever, but everything that I have heard from them, Mm -hmm. I could get with. So I'm going to give that a I'm going to give that a thumbs up. That rock. No, brother James
1: does not like that.
0: No, he doesn't really venture into that uh, into that emo realm. No. Mm-hmm. But I've been there. I've 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 experienced so she's lived in there. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: All right, cool. Well that um if any of you sidekicks have like Watson have any um songs or artists, bands that you want to know if Dilly thinks that they rock, please email us um or message us on any of our socials. So t- speaking of Dilly, I think it's time to get into uh
0: we're going Dilly's DGC, let's do it. All right it's gaming corner. What I got for you guys, uh, we got Cyberpunk 2077 is finally here. So this this title was uh, originally due out in April, but it experienced a series of del- uh, delays that left fans wondering when they would ever get their hands on the title. So after a ton of delays, uh, it's the most highly anticipated video game of 2020. And it is finally here. It comes out tonight, actually, uh, at uh, 9 o'clock, I believe. So Cyberpunk 2077 is a role-playing game set in a dystopian future and based on a pen and paper title from the 1990s. Or from the 90s. Uh, The game is made by Polish video game company CD Project Red, and it features V, a character that you can customize who has a malware infected biochip in their head. The malware uh, takes the form of Johnny Silverhand, played by the one and only Keanu Reeves.
2: Oh, that's Ooh. right. AKA oh, Johnny
0: Utes. The game is going to be 60 doll hairs and is available on Google Stadia, Xbox One, and the PS4. It will arrive on the next gen consoles a little na- uh, later next year. So that's that's big news. I mean, people have been waiting for this game for a long ass time. Right, it's finally here, you can get it tonight. Uh, I don't think there's any multiplayer going on in this, but it looks phenomenal. I mean, this thing has been in the works for a long time. Keanu's involved with it. Who doesn't mm-hmm. love that? Right. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick it up. I don't have it yet, but I will probably give a review on that at some point. Nice. And we have some some other big news. So tonight, there, or today, tonight, whatever you want to call it, there's uh, the, ga- the, video, the Game Awards 2020, it's called. Oh, that was, that's happening yeah. now. So we got yeah. a lot of breaking news from that. And that's basically a global celebration of video games. You have developers, you know, the whole nine. It's hosted by Geoff Kaylee and a buttload of other presenters from the uh, gaming industry. So here's just some of the breaking news from the amazing event. Okay. We have new Smash Brothers DLC is revealed, and nice. we know that the next fighter coming to the Super Smash Brothers Super Smash Brothers Ultimate was revealed tonight, and that is going to be from uh, Final Fantasy VII, Ooh. Sephiroth. I don't know if I'm saying Ooh. that right, but Sephiroth, yeah, that's right. yeah, who joins Cloud and friends in Nintendo's party fighting game. So we have some new characters there. Awesome. And we have some other uh, breaking news from the Game Awards. We have Sea of Solitude is going to be coming to Nintendo Switch. So a director's cut of the Sea of Solitude is coming to the Switch exclusively on March March 4th, 2021. We have Century Age of Ashes revealed. That is a midi- medieval fantasy game uh, where you ride dragons and engage in PvP combat, and that is scheduled to arrive in February of twenty one. The cinematic trailer for a uh, perfect dark, a new perfect dark is revealed and that's an old ass game. Like that was, I think one of the original Xbox titles
2: oh, Okay. So
0: coming from studio, the initiative, it's a cinematic trailer for the new perfect dark game features, some cool first person, uh, eco sci-fi visuals. The developers confirmed the game is still in early development. So we don't have, um, a release date on that one yet. Mm. Endless dungeon is announced and that's a roguelike tactical and spiritual successor to endless endless dungeon. And that's coming to consoles and PC. Now this is some news I can get behind right here. So we have the Swedish chef from the Muppets oh. is now going to be a DLC character in overcooked Two. Are you serious? Dude, yes, yes. That's awesome. Sweetest chef overcooked. That's two. That. Arc two is announced. Uh, That was announced with a trailer featuring Vin Diesel and two tribes going head to head as they can barely escape the hungry jaws of a Tyrannosaurus Rex. The animated series was also announced featuring an origin story based on the game. And there's a ton of other news coming out of uh, the Game Awards 2020. So if you guys want to go check it out, you can watch the stream. Tons of stuff. um, Lots of good um, stuff coming there. Um, Lastly, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: in this week's gaming news. Dilly still does not have an Xbox Are one. you
2: serious? Are you kidding me?
0: Xbox Series X, still. What the hell, Kay? dude? So, L. Don Hubbard, second mic of the ever not-so-popular Sacramento podcast, <laughs> Hardly Heroes, is still without an Xbox Series X. <laughs> Insert uh, sound soundbite. It has recently been announced that Senior Dilly, after being continuously duped by internet retail bots, is now offering a one-time finders fee of fifty dollars hairs to whomever can secure this ever so elusive next gen console. You guys hear that?
2: So if somebody gets it for $50. you,
0: yeah. $50. Pounds. $50, 50 bucks finder's fee. One time. One time fee. Okay. I do it for you one time. In breaking news from various verified streaming networks. It has been recently revealed that the one Mr. Mr. Scalardo has beaten the living shit out of brother James in tech mobile <laughs> via the Nintendo switch online services. <laughs> it has been reported. The final score was the Chicago bears 31 versus the San Francisco 49ers 22.
2: <laughs> Dang dude. He got his ass beat. Was yeah, he playing
0: bang bang? He should have there's playing. actually video evidence of this. And it's pretty, it's pretty damning. So we might release that on the socials for you guys. i would
2: love to release that. Go ahead yeah.
0: and put that out. So that's wow. what I got for you guys. If you guys want to play with me, I would love to play with you guys. You can hit me up. Uh, my gamer tag is D-O-N-D-I-L-L-Y. That's Don Dilly. I play on the Xbox uh, and the Switch. And you can find me sometimes during the week, but most, most definitely on the weekends, um, pretty much anytime. So hit me up and we will play some games together, guys. And that's all I got nice dilly out. sorry thank brother Jill. james got smacked no bang bang niner gang I had to put the smash down
2: i know thank god we don't have the sound clip right now
0: bang bang niner
2: maybe i'll add it in insert we'll that if
0: you, if you wouldn't mind
2: mm-hmm. all right well thank you so much dill yeah. so moving on we do have some sidekick mayo Love now that. i think we're gonna um dilly if you want to start uh maybe with chris's and then i'll go next
0: yeah, i could no definitely next. Do that. always enjoy a good uh, email from mr christopher neal oh, uh, merry christmas and happy holidays let's just let's just get right into it the mandalorian is saving the star wars franchise yes true. i said what i said the last episode was terrific i won't spoil as I've said before, Giancarlo Esposito is so underrated. I'm pretty sure I'll look at him as I I'll look like him as I get older. <laughs> that being said, I love the episode. I like the characters we saw, just amazing. I don't care if it's predictable, I'm looking at you, cheese. <laughs> <Yes, laughs> now let me touch on a topic you guys talked about, which was the state of movie releases.
2: Oh, sorry.
0: I totally agree with Buddy. That the way we are, the way we view movies now at the theater, might be a thing of the past. From a tech st- from a tech standpoint, it is much more affordable to buy big, big TVs and sound systems to build your own real home theater. And anyone who has been been to Best Buy knows that this has been a push for some time. Mm-hmm. You walk in the demo, you walk in, and the demo is an action movie or something, and you see and hear. Like you're in the theater. The equipment has been there, and now the platform is here. Warner Brothers is releasing their movies to HBO Max. Low-key, they just changed the game because, as you all just said, the cat's out of the bag, and there's no going back.
2: Yeah. Also,
0: as we saw with Disney Plus and Mulan, we probably will see uh, experiment with that premium access, fast, reliable in- internet now is a must. That's for damn sure. Yeah. yeah. Ah, uh, anyways, I hope you all are well, Dilly. I hope that wasn't you on the corner holding that sign that said, "We'll do, we'll do something strange for a new Xbox." <laughs> no, was it Watt and Fair Oaks? It might have been your boy. Uh, I'd like to rant about how how Home Depot and Lowe's suck at keeping Christmas lights, even online. They have ruined my decorations, but I've said enough already. Be well, friends. Thanks, Chris. I'm gonna have to go
1: by your house see. Uh how bad I'm these sure. decorations are.
2: Um, There's a PS at the bottom there.
0: Oh, PS cheese. Ask Phil B about your old coworker, David, that was extremely into the Paul McCartney conspiracy theory.
2: Ooh, I'm going to have to ask Phil B about that. I would love to meet someone that's like deep in it.
1: Oh yeah. I'd love to hear more about it.
2: I also do want to say Chris, that um, this episode was not predictable on the Mandalorian. Um, It didn't have that same kind of like, you know, episode kind of formula that they've been doing. So I was actually very, um, I kind of just didn't know what was going to happen. I really didn't think they were going to get him. I didn't think they were going to get, oh, are we not spoiling it?
1: What do you mean? We spoiled the heck out of it. We talked about the baby handcuffs and everything. Oh,
2: that's right. I didn't think they were going to get, I didn't think they were going to get him. You know, I thought Mando was going to get there in time. But anyway, thanks for writing in, Christopher.
0: Yeah, we appreciate it. Always love to hear from
2: you. Yeah. Okay. I just uh,
0: Roll straight in with Watson's because it kind of ties into this a little bit. Okay, go ahead. All right. This is from Watson. Watson. Can we take a minute and talk about the downfall of American cinema? It really saddens me. I like the movie going experience. I remember my parents taking my sister and myself to see Return of the Jedi. This is a memory I was all I will always have. Even as a young adult, I remember going to see Demolition Man with my dad. I like the popcorn seats, the immersion into a world that that you get when you see a summer blockbuster. It really sucks that this is the death of cinema. I can't understand. I can I can understand releasing movies on streaming services as they need to get these movies out. I respect that. I do. But if this but if this is a quote unquote new norm, this is really going to hurt movie buffs like me, like like us. Uh, I can understand needing to release the smaller movies, but are you going to tell me that you would have rather watched Infinity War in game at home for the first time? Are you going to no. tell me that we are okay with watching the new James Bond on a small screen? Are we saying that the emotion, the clapping, the crying, the whole experience that was shared collectively by all of us watching Iron Man die would mm. have never been if we watched it by ourselves or with one or with one or two people at home? This is crap. <sighs> It's true. Got a major oh. point there, bud. Yeah. Uh, yes, I am excited to see the new Wonder Woman, the mini saints of Newark, which just, just so you guys know, is a story of how Tony Soprano came up through the ranks. Awesome. Yeah. And, the new, and the new Black Widow. I will watch these movies on the small screen because this is the era of sacrifices that we need to make to get back to normal. Shut the theaters down. I understand and respect that. But open them back up as soon as they can. Give us another chance so we can enjoy the Hardly Heroes movie events, so we can go out on movie dates, so we can feel the action, so we can feel the drama. Please do not make this the new norm. I genuinely love the movie-going experience. And if they take that away from all like-minded people, it will be a sad day for us. Maybe I am in the minority. Maybe there are not just enough of us that love the theaters to make a difference. But I plead to all the sidekicks and their families, the minute the the theaters reopen, please flood the gates, buy all of the ridiculously overpriced snacks and popcorns, sit in the sticky seats, make movie going an event. Uh, Make movie going an event again. Take your kids and watch the newest Pixar movie. Pass the experiences down to them. Make those memories with them because maybe theaters will not be around in the future. And that makes me sad
2: oh god
1: i'm glad he says that i feel the same way even when you know just not that long ago that the theaters did open i tried to go out and support it because it is something like he said i have a lot of fond memories as a kid going to the movies and it's something that i i still really enjoy and i think it's funny is it's like he said there's no distractions your phone's not there there's nothing you know you're just in it And the part of that roar of the crowd, I mean, if you guys go back and listen to or go back on our YouTube channel at hardly heroes, you can see our first movie event for, uh, infinity war. Mm -hmm. And you hear the roar of the crowd. When the Marvel scroll comes up and everybody loses their mind. Right. And it's just like, that's something that you just can't get when you're at home with Mm -hmm. all those people. And, you know like he said when iron man you know died like that was just the most emotional thing i'd ever been in the movie theater and it's like i'll never forget that or when you saw iron man get the hammer like go talks about it he was like bro you stood up out of your chair i just couldn't hold on you know like couldn't hold my emotions back so
0: yeah i mean it's not something you can replace that's for damn sure no Mm it's
2: definitely true and i honestly um I don't know if it'll ever really go away though. I mean, it's been around for a really long time and I think that there's obviously a lot of people that feel the same way as Watson and you buddy. And, you know, and for me too, I mean, I'm not someone who goes to the movies all the time, but doing the movie events that we have and some, some of the bigger movies that, you have to see it at the theater, and if you don't see it at the theater, then it's it's just not the same. Like,
1: but the hard part against my argument is Mulan. Mulan made a ton of money, a ton of money, and it's kind of crazy how much it did make. Like,
2: but I don't think Mulan is going to be considered a movie that you have to see at the movie theater.
1: Yeah, but seeing how much money they made off of it, it's kind of scary. Because I think a lot of people were just willing to pay.
2: But that could just because it was quarantine, though. People were. I hope.
1: I just. Inside, they could
2: go to the movie theater. Now, the thing is, I think when COVID is over and quarantine is over and people are allowed to go to the movies, they're not going to pick watching at home over the movies as much as you would think. As much as they did with Mulan. Yeah, I hope not given that
0: choice i mean they they can't go away forever i mean you take the movies away forever like what about hollywood like hollywood survives on blockbuster movies you know like you can't it it has to come back it has to come back or else the industry dies you know i just think
1: you'll have to pay 20 dollars a movie Mm -hmm. you know the night of it coming out or however much you know what i mean and that will be the new norm
2: I don't think and you happen.
1: can go to the theater. I just don't think there's going to be, you know, 30 showings a night. You know, there's going right. to be that's the thing, 10. Though,
2: Sometimes things. Th- this could be good for it. Do you know what I'm saying? This could be a little bit of a cleansing. You know, it's like you don't have to put every single movie in the theater, you don't have to show it, you know, 30 times and fill up these huge insanely big like you know rooms or whatever full of people jam-packed or whatever it can be like a little bit better of an experience and it could be you know just the big blockbuster movies and i don't know it could just it could change it in a good way i don't think it's going to go away forever i absolutely don't think that's going to happen but anyway that was a sad email it made me really sad because i don't want it to go away either watson okay we got another email here this is from mostly marvel that's hmm. the name. I don't know. Um, I think we've heard from this person before. We don't know who it is specifically. Um, hello to my favorite podcast folks. I've not written in over a year. Just didn't have anything worth worth saying, I guess. But I do now. I have a TV recommendation for you all.
1: Mm, I like this.
2: I recently found and watched a series on Netflix called The Last Kingdom.
0: Oh, I watched that. Did I've you? never seen it. Wait, is, is that the zombies? Like no. the, the zombie? Mo- no. Uh, no. No. Oh, that's Kingdom. Okay. Okay. Last, okay. Got you.
2: The Last Kingdom. It has been around for a while, four seasons, so it may not be new to many of you. In a few words, I would describe it as Game of Thrones without the fantasy storyline and the incredible CGI. Being more of a math and science buff than a history buff, after watching it for a while and several trips to the internet, I was surprised to find out that this wonderful story of honor, allegiance, alliance, love, faith, diversity, and deceit is based on history of how the United Kingdom and England came about. It is based on the journals and writings of Alfred, the king of Wessex, and his visions for the United Kingdom. The main character, a thread, is a real superhero, in my opinion. The website defines superhero as having an extraordinary ability and powers. They are known for their martial and fighting skills, courageous, strong moral codes, tolerant to pain, a great sense of responsibility, fighting spirit, mental stability, and knowledgeable. These heroes are faced with many challenges like losing their loved ones. Many people die. Hold on, I just lost my place because I just moved it. Hold on. Uthred is all of these things. And for those of you who love the grittier elements of good story, you will not be disappointed. Lots of battles, bloodshed, evil, bastard heirs. Did anyone just shout out John Schneer?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and their sex. And their sex in it. Just I wanted to make sure that that was in the list there. Mm-hmm. So season five is in the works and I can't wait. You got to watch this. Fondly, mostly Marvel.
1: Thanks for writing in. I am uh, I just already looked it up on my phone. I put add to my add to my list, so I'm going to watch it.
2: I do think it does sound pretty good because, um, you know, Game of Thrones, even though, of course, the sci-fi um, aspect to it with the dragons and everything like that and the White Walkers is really good. But um, this actually does sound really good. And especially because I like things that are a little bit based in history where it's like you actually are learning. Mm-hmm. As you watch, you're like, this really happened, and this is how the history really went, you know? So I think I'm going to check it out. Thank you so much for writing in.
1: Well, and especially with us being in quarantine now, it will be nice to have something with uh, some seasons that can power down.
2: Some seasons, and maybe we can learn a little bit.
1: Yeah, well, we like learning.
2: Let's, let's learn ourselves.
0: Somehow. Learn. learn. hmm
2: Educated.
0: Mostly Marvel. Thanks for writing in again. Yeah, thank, thank you so much. Always love so, hearing from you. That's
2: uh that's a show, you guys. I think we I think we did it. We covered it. I'm I think I came out on top on the casting casting couch this time. You guys thought
1: <laughs> no
0: you guys thought oh, you no had me, so. dude.
2: You guys thought you had me, bro. And I don't the think so, of, No. I think group, I you guys were like, oh snaps, snapples.
1: We didn't know that you can pick somebody that already passed.
2: Okay, I picked one person and he just passed. It's not like I picked um, cheating I mean, or something.
1: We need a recount.
2: <laughs> no, we're not re- re- I won. All right, you guys. Um, where well, can they find us, Cheese? They can find us at Instagram at Hardly Heroes. They can find yeah. us on Facebook at Hardly Heroes. They can Bro. find us on YouTube at Hardly Heroes. Yeah. They can find us at Twitter at Hardly Heroes. Number <laughs> one. They can also, um, you guys should check out our Sidekick Sync on Facebook where the conversation keeps going. And you can also, um,
1: so go to Podbean and subscribe to yep. the After Dark. $2 will get you the After Dark show. We record it every other week. It's the best way to support this shoe.
2: Yes, and thank you to all of our people that are supporting our show, all of our pa- patrons and sidekicks that show up every single week. you our favorite. Week, and listen to all of our crap. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, we love you so much. Thanks yeah, for just. in.
1: Yeah, just remember one thing. Disclaimer. They don't know shit. You guys have a good night. Good See
2: night. You. Love you. Bye. Bye. Wow. <redefined Spanish> <Schweiz> no <primarily gid Alice> Drop
0: 'em
1: out,
2: bam
1: bam bam
2: no breathing. No, 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 no breathing. Stevens.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Stevens. Hello, Stevens. <laughs>